welcome to Romancing the Game. This is Jordan Fishburn. I'm Tawny P. Thompson. And I am Sarah Babe with flippy ears on my hat. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to today's hat. episode about Morinth from Mass Effect 2. And we're sure going to have a, guys. This a is, fun conversation this is, today. This is an episode. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's going to be. <laughs> this is, um... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do we want to give a certain warning that we need to do? Ah, yes, 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 yes. Should all the spoilers be forgot? Don't worry, we'll give them to you right now. So turn this off if you don't want spoilers now. <laughs> this podcast Perfect. will contain spoilers. As is the nature of discussing overarching story, we'll be covering various plot beats during the show. The warning has been laid at your feet. Continue at your own peril. As a second warning, we're recording on New Year's Eve. So Yeah, hence yeah, that. that <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, let's go ahead. Oh, I just I I am on the Reddit uh, subreddit of iBleach, and there's an adorable picture of a chihuahua. And um, Sarah Googled some things a little bit ago. Yeah, so I, I need to iBleach right now. So um, <laughs> just when you think, I'll oh, just go one more. Just don't, just don't follow the link. No. Uh, but it, it's your head. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. The, the picture of the Chihuahua has a caption that says, I hope everyone except Mitch McConnell has a lovely day. <laughs> Same. I'm like, Same. damn, that's harsh. Same. But I mean, but legit, you know, yeah. yeah, like it's kind of a jerk. <laughs> Universally. Meanwhile, I'm drinking out of my Megan Rapinoe. I'm not going to the fucking White House mug. Mm. Um, <laughs> America's having a great time for politics, everybody. Yay. Mm-hmm. Sure love our politicians over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. So much love. It, oh, yeah. um, oh, my God. A baby seal. I don't even know where to put it all. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's 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 uh, let's talk about the boring stuff from Mass Effect 2 instead okay. of yeah. scaring away conservative listeners. Actually, Sorry. you know what? We're good. You can uh, see I, yourselves out. I mean, you know, <laughs> just, you know, whatever. Everybody's got opinions. Be kind. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, Mass Effect 2 came out for the PC and the Xbox 360 in 2010 and subsequently for the PS3 in 2011. The developer was Bioware, the publisher is Electronic Arts, the lead writers were Mac Walters and Drew Carpichine, the rest of the team was Luke Christiansen, Chris Leitwall, Patrick Weeks, Malcolm Azania, Chris Hepler, Brian Kindrigan, and Jay Turner. Um, Femme Shep is voiced by Jennifer Hale. Man Shep is voiced by Mark Mears. Uh, and today we're talking about Morinth, who was voiced by Natalia Ciliuti. I really hope I'm saying that right. I tried Googling. Hey, and, you're trying, you know, man. No avail. Um, but uh, I did uh, some that Twitter looks really... stalking and some Wikipedia stalking. She's done like a lot of TV. Oh. Um, Apparently, I did not realize this. She was one of the main characters on Saved by the Bell, the new class, the 93 to 95 one. Um, Yeah. And then, I don't know, that was like, there were a couple of other things I recognized, but nothing like. She did the voice for Scarlet in G.I. Joe Renegades. Ah, that. That's huge. Um, But she was also in Dragon Age Origins Awakening as Sigrun. Sigrun. um, Who is one of your your uh companions in Sigrun. who is Sigrun again uh castless dwarf lady yeah um she's got the face tattoos oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah she helps you with the um cartel and stuff yep yep uh, yeah 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 i had a hard time remembering who Sigrun was but then i was like that's like a like a norwegian like type is it Norwegian? Viking name yeah it's like a Viking Definitely name. a Viking name so that's like dwarf in Dragon Age yeah. universe so yeah I did yeah. wind up googling it because I was like Sigrun 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 and then I was like oh yeah okay Sigrun <laughs> so yeah but yes um yeah I, that sure is about 
this character in game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll give you guys I, a quick overview of where we're at. Uh, it's going to be super fast. We're talking about Mass Effect 2 here, which, if you're unfamiliar, is set in a futuristic Milky Way with mass relays allowing for faster than light travel, um, allowing humans and other species to interact um, now that they have means to reach each other without all dying before they get to the other place. Um, it's a continuation of Mass Effect 1. Uh, the game starts with your shepherd dying and then being brought back to life by a pro-human organization called Cerberus. Um, and then you face a new threat to the galaxy using their resources to start a new team with some old familiar faces and some new people. Um, Including and well, dot, maybe. dot, dot, maybe find love along the way, dot, 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 question mark, question mark, question mark for this episode. Probably not in this case. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a, what's sure the is. word? Um, I was weirded out and I cannot understand how, why anyone would make this decision that it has to be made to keep Morinth on your so, team. And I actually, yeah. I even discussed this with Ethan because he has a bad habit of playing playthroughs where he's a douche. Yeah. Um, and even on his douche playthroughs, he has not kept Morinth. Okay. Like, yeah. to be fair, like... You lied earlier then. You know... Playing liar face. Like, oh, 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 wait, there, why are mommy and daddy fighting? <laughs> um, this is what happens when somebody can sit in on studio time, folks. <laughs> right, damn. Um, oh, like, I mean. To you give you guys the context here so that you That's understand. What you just said. Are we, are we, we, we Sorry. Sorry. It's fine. It's all right. <laughs> so to give our listeners some context, um, Morinth is the daughter of a current crew member, Samara. Can, um, I, can I say what Morinth is? I love this word. Yes. All right. Morinth is an Ardat Yakshi. Yeah. Ardat Yakshi. Which translates in Asari to Demon of the Night Wind. Which is Which is like cooler. a pretty cool name. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's badass. Like... <laughs> They call me Ardat Yakshi. What does that mean? I am I am the demon, the demon the night of the wind. night wind. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Like, if that isn't a friggin' vigilante superhero, I don't know what is. Mm. But yes, Ardat Yakshi. You know what's interesting? Mara, oh. You actually get to know more information about what Ardat Yakshis are than anything actually to do with Morinth as a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't really learn much about Morinth. No, at all as a person. You well, just my understanding that the Ardat Yakshi like only kind of have one setting, which is kill fuck soul shitter. Not yeah, I mean fuck people and then kill them. So I looked into it a little bit further and uh -oh. got more information about what Ardat Yakshis are and how they exist in the universe because I was like, I have to try to understand where the writers were coming from here because I have some <laughs> criticism. Well, I can I can tell you exactly where they were coming from. A male perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, so what it is. It's a man eater, man eater. Exactly. Oh, Here's what song. it is in terms of the uh, quote unquote genetic uh, disorder that it is. An Ardat Yakshi can only be an Asari, and they're suffering from a rare genetic disorder which affects their nervous system. And the way that this comes into play and affects other people, because it doesn't actually cause any harm to the Asari, quote unquote, it doesn't, um, is their nervous system when they do like the Asari mind, uh, mind meld where they join with another person and like take their genetic material for copying onto their own young, it kills them during that joining process, it kills the other party because you're overloading their nervous system with too much and it causes their brain to hemorrhage basically. Yeah. So they have this thing that only affects Asari purebloods, which to kind of break down Asaris again, in case you didn't go over this with us before, they are a monogendered race, which 
propagate and make children by taking genetic material from their partner and then making a child off of that. And Asari's, ever since they sort of entered the galaxy, have only ever propagated with members of other species. They aren't supposed to propagate with each other. It's very, like, taboo within the community. It doesn't always create an Ardot Yakshi when they do propagate with their own species. But That's the only way you get an Ardot Yakshi. They have to be a quote-unquote pureblood to be an Ardot Yakshi. And this is interesting because Liara was an Ardot Yakshi. Not an Ardot Yakshi. She was a pureblood. I was fixing to be like, really? hold on I just thought, a damn clock. Yeah, I, so thought her, I thought her father was a, a Krogan. No, it was uh, another Asari. They they talk about that in the first mm-hmm. game because she talks about a little bit about how she doesn't talk to her mother. And oh, I'm thinking of PB. Yeah. I'm thinking of Andromeda. I'm thinking of PB. So yes. never mind. Yeah. Um, so this condition only affects quote unquote pure blood Asari. Um, and kind of helps propagate why Asari don't do this because they also don't tell outsiders that this is even a thing that can happen to Asari. They like do not own up to it whatsoever. I mean, I wouldn't blame them. Like, yeah, well, I, I, as another species, I'd be like, so if I join with you, you have the potential to kill me Mm because you guys don't exactly talk about what you are (laughs) in terms of this, but the, um, condition, this like nervous disorder, um, only is revealed upon maturity. So there's no way for them to know before it's a mature Asari if this is happening or not. I call bullshit on that. But I agree, just, Sarah, because it's a yeah. genetic disorder. Right. Yeah, it's a genetic disorder. So it should have you markers. Think, right. Like, yeah. well, they are definitely a, like scientific enough as a race to yeah. be able to, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. jump gates. Yeah, there is mass effect relays. That's one hole in the many holes that they create by having this thing. They once this is revealed that they are an Ardot Yakshi, the Asari people give them two options. They can go into exclude into like seclusion and like live in a monastery, or they can be executed. <laughs> yeah, die or don't ever talk to anyone. Yeah, so well, I mean, we, they go to like a monastery that's full of other Ardat Yakshi. Yeah. So, like, they all just kill each other, or are they like they're taught immune? not to do it? Or I guess are they immune to each other's? No, thing? I don't think like, they ever say that. <laughs> they aren't. Well, like, the I thing have so is, many questions. They're they go into seclusion. And they might not actually even, like, be around others. Because in a monastery, you can be pretty far away from each other. Right, right. And the thing is, they mention a couple times in, like, the resources that by continuously using this, like, if you continually join with people, you start to become addicted to the feeling in doing that. You also get harder, faster, better, stronger. Yeah. Legitimately. They say that, which I'm like, that's an interesting side effect from a genetic disorder, but okay. Mm, Right. Yeah. Um, So the thing is, Morinth has two sisters that are also. Also. Yeah. I think the implication is that they both decided to go to the monastery they did. While she decided to run off and murder people after fucking them. Yeah. Forever. So, like, but- the thing is, the other side effect of having this genetic disorder is that it makes you sterile. So they actually can't create children while they have this disorder. I, I have questions I have that, um, a lot of thoughts surrounding this entire uh, thing that they created. And before anybody gets into it, I just want to note that, yeah, cool. Um, you may have opinions about how this fits in universe and how it's justified in universe. But I'll remind you that men wrote this fucking game. Yeah. So this doesn't exist in a vacuum. And the entire thing where a woman becomes highly addicted to basically sex that kills her partner and just goes on a murderous rampage because that's how she is genetically 
Um, fuck you, writers. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's um. It's a pretty. It's a pretty big subversion of the Black Widow stereotype, where you know she's a cross between a con artist and a serial killer. Actually, no, not even a subversion. It-, it is. She's a Black yeah. Widow stereotype. Uh, and the thing that bothers me the most about it is the Asario monogendered. So technically, she's not female question mark yeah the thing that it keeps reminding me of is all of the you know the creepy legends that you're driving and along the side of the road you see a woman in a white dress and whatever you pick her up and give her a ride she'll murder you because obviously the whole time you were thinking of fucking her like that whole like creepy legend thing and that's what this kind of reminds me of it's It's demonization and like what's the word um punishment for sexuality that is something that people can't really control. Like they can choose to be abstinent and do all of that kind of stuff, but that's a choice that people make. And this in particular takes away a choice of somebody's sexuality because they cannot express themselves without it being like murder. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, this isn't, something that should be put aside as a genetic disorder. I feel like the only way they could have done this in a way that was not fucking awful (laughs) and still have like the Asari can kill you with their joining thing is if it was something that Asari could take too far that she's doing on purpose in order to take the life force from other people or something like that. I don't agree with it just being part of her body. Like it's something that she cannot control in terms of whether or not she kills her partner. Like that might be one of my main nitpicks about this particular setup. My other one is society and writer's obsession with making monstrous women sterile. Oh, super sexual and having that be a weird interplay. And I'm, I'm going to reference another property. I'm still pissed off about the Natasha Romanoff. I'm a monster too. I was made sterile when I was younger. Isn't that monstrous? Fuck off male writers. Oh my God. (laughs) Where they made one of Marin's character things be like this ability that I have and this thing that I I'm doing is the genetic destiny of the Asari. Like we're supposed to do this. And then they make the condition, make them sterile. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like how can you, how can you be the apex of your species evolution if you're sterile? Cause she wouldn't fucking think that if she knew that she couldn't have children, because that's obviously, which means they didn't tell her. Yeah. Well, then add to it. That's super fucked up. Add to it, like, what the fuck? Samara cannot have children that aren't this monstrous, like, whatever. She could. No, all three of her daughters. But that's because she was with another Asari. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Because that's. I didn't even think of it that way. So now they're punishing her for being with the person that she loved. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. It's like they're trying to create a reason besides the reason that they gave in the first game. Because Liara in the first game told Shepard that the reason the Asari don't like matching within themselves is because they are not improving themselves as a species by having genetic diversity and creating like a more complex genetic material. Mm Mm-hmm. And let me just say, why the hell would this not have been, like, a super big problem within their own race that, yeah. Here's another thing. Okay, say that you're an Asari that had been with a, like, your parents were an Asari and a Krogan. And then there's another one. Your parents were, like, an Asari and a human. Why can't those two Asari get together? They're not pureblood anymore. They're not going to create an Ardat Yakshi. But it's still frowned upon in their society. They would like create, fucking why? They, they would pure have the blood. potential because it's still an Asari. Yeah, it's they, an Asari not, plus an Asari. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they've been. I not, see where you're they, going with that. Yeah, I get that. I, they're not, my are they? They're technically still pure blood, quote unquote. Sorry, because yeah. I hate that fucking word. No, they're I do. Too. Technically, still like quote unquote pure blood at that point. Yeah. So I think the reason that it would be considered pure blood still is because there's not genetic material taking taken from the other species. The joining grabs data basically off of the other person and then they map that onto the asari that they're creating right but so so now this doesn't science then because like the genetic material of of an asari who was half human half asari or human asari whatever not half you know what i mean mm-hmm. is going to be different than i than i, I mean that, i get i think that. the problem is the asari Gene, now this is me trying to attempt to justify it scientifically, which I'm not going to be able to, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I think what they're trying to say is while they do incorporate the genetic material of the species that they're with, the Asari genetic material is the dominant. So mm-hmm. okay. it will always appear as Asari. Yeah, so the chances are always Asari. See, yeah. this is dumb. This is real, real dumb. And whoever no, came up with it is also dumb. Um. Uh, no, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, the Asari are problematic at the very least. Yeah. yeah. Um, the entire creation of the Asari, I feel like, just missed the point of the entire, like, the, the little intricacies and everything that would come from having a mono-gendered species that in its heyday, in its original form before they started traveling off planet would have been propagating within themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do mention that before the travel and stuff started going on with all of the other species and all of that, they considered the Ardat Yakshi like a, they were almost worshiped. Like they were considered like a super great, awesome thing. However, <laughs> they obviously killed a lot of people because this is something that's addictive. So they just keep going further and further and further. Well, and here, here's an interesting perspective on the Ardat Yakshi as well. If this is considered a genetic disorder, that would technically make them disabled, right? Yeah. They're basically saying these disabled people of our species our entire race mm-hmm. need to either be killed or locked away mm-hmm. that yeah, is fucking ableist as it's shit. incredibly ableist it's like let's throw away this entire subsection right of- like in a, as someone who who struggles with mental oh, i don't struggle i'm good with him now uh but <laughs> with mental disorder like you know mental disease uh mental illnesses um that's fucking super super scary it's mm-hmm. terribly frightening and says nothing good about Asari culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it, as soon as you start looking in depth about Asari, you're just like, this is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Like, not to say that there can't be interesting Asari characters, mm-hmm. but at like, oh, I mean, I'm putting the, the Asari up there with the friggin' Salarians at this moment because mm-hmm. they're fucked up. And, yeah. you know, obviously not saying like humankind is great, uh, but I'm thinking like the Krogans are probably the best of us. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do appreciate the Krogan species more than basically any other species, except yeah. maybe like the Elcor. <laughs> yeah, I think the Elcor are great too. I just like. Um, so there is one other thing that really weirds me out, and I don't know if I should bring it up until we start doing Morinth's 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 whatever Morinth's story. She fucking pretends to be her mom. Yes, yes, it's yes. Okay, talking about Marinth because I think we've covered enough about the art. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it'll come up. It'll uh, keep my, coming up. My yeah. favorite, yeah. my yeah. favorite in in regards to uh, when you discover Marinth and start learning about Marinth, you learn about Marinth through Samara because she is Samara's daughter, uh, and you start asking around where she's been and stuff like that. My favorite quote about it is: "You're talking to an Asari at." Oh, God, what is that station called? Um, is it Afterlife? It, it's, it's the club Afterlife. Yeah, I think it's Afterlife. Mm-hmm. You're talking to Aria. <laughs> oh, Aria Tlok, yeah. I, yeah, and, like you're like, Aria. and you're like, she's an Ardot Yakshi. She's like, oh, yeah, that explains it. No one else leaves victims quite as empty. I'm like, 
Bitch, you knew. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she straight up, like, Samara questioned her. She's like, and you didn't take any steps to, like, take her out? And she's yeah. like, well, she isn't trying to kill me, so. Yeah, which yep. totally falls in line with Arya's MO. It does. Like, yeah. she's chaotic AF. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look in the graphic novels at Arya, she's just like, nope, <laughs> me, me, me. Uh-uh. Not my yeah. problem. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but you, um, and, and the, the, the victim that they're specifically talking about uh, is a female human named Neff. Yep. Yeah. And Neff is a female woman. Art. Artist. Yeah. Human female. There we go. Yeah. That a was female a little woman. Too hard. <laughs> female woman. Uh, female human. Uh, she's an artist. And her poor mom. Oh, it, it's her so mom was sad. so sad. Oh, it my was goodness. super sad. Ugh. Can I add this to the list of like, why the fuck would Shepard take a known murderer that has been killing people for 400 years? Mm -hmm. And after he just seriously tracked her down based off of her latest murder victim. Yeah. Into his. This is hard to understand. This is a definitely, if you want to have Morinth on your crew, this is definitely a renegade run through. Yes. Because here's the thing in terms of just like, common fucking sense for what purpose would you even trade out samara because samara's already made a deal with you this is somebody that's shown themselves to be an unrepentant murderer murderer that'll just do whatever the fuck they want so you'll well, just kill thing. samara to take this other person onto your crew for no fucking reason but so she's a dangerous thing- woman and you might be special when oh, you yeah. um when you kill samara to take morinth with you Shepard literally says she'll be more useful to me. For what purpose? They're the same amount of strength. Yeah. <laughs> they're the same um, fucking amount of strength. It doesn't they're the, yeah. it's the same shit. It's the so, same shit. Yeah, taking oh. a step back though, Samara has been chasing Morinth across yes. space for 400 years. So Morinth has been murdering people for 400 years yeah, by the like, time recently. Yeah, frequently. My and and like I was saying, you at afterlife, you end up fi- figuring out that Neff is one of the one of her her latest victim. Um, and you go to her house and you talk to her mother Diana, and you get all the stuff, it's and you so go sad. into her. It's super sad because you go into her journals. I don't know if I can properly explain how upset I was at one of the journal entries mm-hmm. because Nep is talking and to quote the journal entry, am I a freak? Morin's a girl like me and she's definitely not human. What the fuck? Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially what in it, like the fuck everywhere is- else within this game, everywhere else within this game. Like it's not it, a big, it's deal. not, it's not taboo. It's not even mentioned. Yeah, LGBTQ rights are like just a given at this point, yeah. and then like interspecies dating is also just kind yeah. of a given at this and, point. Uh, and, and like, especially for unusual, Asari, it's and more unusual, but like for Asari, uh, yeah, yeah, for a spar- especially for Asari. Yeah, and while I completely understand questioning yourself about something like that, it just came off more negative than it did questioning, mm-hmm. and it was like, girl what the fuck and yeah. it just was not and, and they also uh they also there's also mention of this halix drug like mm-hmm. halix felt so good when i was talking with mara and then she's gonna invite me to her apartment i'm like mm. and i want to spend the rest of my life with her yeah well you will well, um you will. yeah so the spoiler thing, you do um so here's like another point in the luck the fuck writer column yeah let's um Let's demonize and predatorize lesbianism while we're at yes! it. Yes, do that. For ah, sure. That that you put that is exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. that is exactly why I'm upset about it. That yeah. that you 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 got it. You 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 nailed it. Yeah, That's because exactly. I didn't even catch that on my my look through this because I'm so used to it just happening in media. So I was like, oh yeah. um like the predatory lesbian or in this case the predatory probably pansexual person because she's monogendered but in the game they call her a woman and 
that's how they present because monogendered means what? Fuck you, writers. But like, well, and she's they- obviously very specifically hunting for um, people who are more vulnerable. Yeah. Getting them on drugs that make them feel good about themselves. Yep. And yeah. it specifically says she's looking for artists, which, like, yep. in every, like, iteration of the world, like, are going to be, like, sad and depressed because that's, you know, hashtag artists. I don't know. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> the amount of predatory behavior they ingrain in yep. this character is pretty upsetting that it's tolerated whatsoever. Like, you have people on your crew that are gray morality, right? Or dark gray morality, Jack. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When you first meet them. But this is black. This is Mm -hmm. a person that predatorizes every single person they meet in the scales of their mind going, should I kill this person? Is this a person that I want to kill? This is some Eileen Warnos bullshit. Yeah, it's... Some straight-up serial killer psychopathy. And this is fully... I will say that... Not to jump ahead, but... The ending of this relationship for Shepard, I feel fully justified, Agreed. and um, it it made me laugh. I laughed. I agree. I was like, I was like oh good. shit, good, great. <laughs> when you're when you're talking with Morinth yeah. in the club, yeah, I there was uh, first off, I was like, lol, it's a renegade playthrough because yeah. uh, you basically <laughs> start a fight with like three people. She's like, yep. you're so dangerous. Yeah. Uh, Violence is the surest expression of power. I wrote red flag, run, Mm -hmm. don't stick your dick in crazy. Um, (laughs) Like everything here is like a red flag. The, yeah. If you're writing um, an abuser and dangerous person to be involved with handbook this character would be highlighted and circled and bolded and italicized the title of the book would be morinth how to be a psychopath exactly and i have you should write that book (laughs) once like it would be very short yeah Uh, no shit it'd be like how to be a psychopath be morinth yeah exactly so you go and talk to her about all of this stuff and you just had this traumatizing conversation with her mother and like walked through all of this stuff and seen this, this anguish and grief that her mother's going through. You go talk to Morinth in the club after Samara's like, you know, go in there, get her attention, get invited back. I'll wait outside because she'll know me on site. And just follow you guys and be there, but be super careful because she's dangerous. And one of my favorite quotes. I think you're going to say what I was thinking. Go ahead. Oh yeah. One of my favorite quotes is actually Samara's about the effect that Morinth has on people because. Oh, never mind. This isn't the one I was thinking of, but go ahead. As a purpose, she can dominate you and kind of control your mind a little bit. Samara says, Morinth speaks to you on many levels. Her body tells yours that she'll bring unimaginable ecstasy. Her scent evokes emotions long hidden. Her eyes promise you things you were always scared to ask of another. Her voice whispers to you after she is done speaking. Which, is this talking about Morinth as a predator? Or is it talking about the things that her body enables her to do because of what she is? Right. It's one of those things where it's like you're building this person out into a complete predator as a default, which this was beautiful Bullshit. writing. I'll say that. This is beautiful writing, but it's also very fucked up. Yes. Yeah. It's and okay. So like the thing that fucking weirded me out the most is Samara does not mention even once. She's not like, by the way, my daughter looks like a fucking clone of me. Uh, Yeah. And then after you choose to kill Samara and take Morinth with you. Before, um, can I get, can I just get a quote before that happens? Uh, You end up having a fight between Samara and Morinth after Mm -hmm. Morinth tries to be like, yo, embrace eternity with you. Let's go back to my apartment. Except she says, look into my eyes and tell me you want me. Tell me you'd kill for me anything I want. And you're like, uh, 
Gnosis, nah. Yeah. And then you end up fighting. Yeah. 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 That was a good one. It's super creepy. Yeah. Well, and then you actually do it. Theoretically, if you take her with you, you do kill for her. You Mm -hmm. let her kill her mother. Yep. And then she fakes her mother's voice. Yeah. So creepy. And Shepard goes, so fucking creepy. So fucking creepy. Shepard's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you can do that? And she's like, yeah, how do you think I escaped in the first place? Tee hee hee. Hang on just a second. Let me steal mom's clothes. You can take me back. I'll just pretend to be her. It'll be great. Let me take this awful uniform. Right. Like, and then, and then she fucking pretends to be her mother the whole time um, she's on your ship until she decides that she's like above that. So here's my question on this. For one, I mean, I guess the designers were like, yay, we don't have to make another do anything different here yeah that's a pretty cheap ass designer decision not gonna lie and the voice actress party member still act like samara throughout the mission you know who who, you know who's the only one who catches on kelly kelly Kelly. i did see that (laughs) kelly is like she's been kind of standoffish she doesn't really talk to me anymore now that you guys got back i was like kelly's on it she's on it she knows I guess I'm not really sure, like, if you take her around with you, like, if the party banter is more Morinth or more Samara, um, because uh, Jaguar's videos didn't show that part. Yeah, Um, shout out to Jaguar 550. Yeah. Yep. Um, But it's usually not necessary, right? In this case, I kind of wish we had had a little bit of that so we could see, like, do they actually swap out some of the dialogue options? But I also never brought Samara around with me either, so I wouldn't. And the voice actresses are different. So if you're dealing with the Morinth character, you just told Maggie Baird to only show up when you're around other people. Like, that just seems rude. Yeah, it's weird as hell. And I think it's just honestly really creepy that Shepard would, like, be chill with, I don't know. Pretending to be the person she just murdered. Yeah. Yeah. It's creepy in, like, a really weird, uh, I don't even, I can't even quite process why it's so weird kind Mm -hmm. of way. It's like an almost edible, 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 edible edible complex. Almost Oedipal, except you want to be your mother. I don't know. That's fucking weird. Yeah. It's just weird. And it's not like kink weird. It's like, no, that's fucking weird. Yeah. That's yeah. like, go to please, 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 please see a specialist weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, please see a doctor. And once you have her on your ship, in front of everybody, she pretends to be Samara, but she messes with the room enough to be able to use her own voice and stuff when it's just her and you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she specifically said she made it so Edie can't hear yeah. in that room. And so you're lying also to your entire crew about That's who you have on up, the man. board. So if she tries to target them, like your character's all like, you better not do that. I won't tolerate it. But she's literally a fucking serial killer. Do you think she gives a shit what you'd say you can't, she can and cannot do? Nope. And... So nobody understands that that's her. And as soon as like you start talking to her on the ship, she starts talking about how much she hates her mother. Her mother always tried to like limit her and teach her self-control and to not do things. Because... And to be a good little Asari and worship the goddess or whatever it is she says. Yeah. And then starts talking to you about... um. You know, the reason why the people that I join with die is because I'm giving them a pleasure so great that they just can't handle it. And she starts laying down the hooks. And here's what I'm going to say about this. One, fucked up. I don't like it at all. Two, Mm -hmm. Renegade Shepard deserves every single bit (laughs) of this bullshit. Shepard knows exactly what's coming. Shepard knows exactly what's coming if they fuck Morinth. Here's here's the deal. Yeah. Does Shepard know? Yeah. Because Morinth is a fucking psychopath. Yeah. And she lays the hooks down real good. Yes. And whether she is lying or not, she tells Shepard that He's probably the one that could take this. I mean, you've come back from the dead. Not everybody does that. Here's and the it, thing. Which brings I, up the question, is she lying just to do it? 
I think she truly believed that. Oh yeah. So I mapped out that entire thing because I was like, (laughs) I was like, you know what? Shepard deserves this. I'm going to savor it. Um, because this entire bullshit happens after the conversation in her apartment where she talks about how much she likes him. She's so interested in him. She's so ready to be able to kill him. She's so ready to take this. And but this then- is also because Shepard has gone around finding all the information to like literally edge in on her to be like, yeah, oh, I yeah, like your favorite band. Pretty- Have you heard of this artist? It's your favorite artist. Yeah, yeah. which is pretty creepy. It's like, all that's stalker all around. Bullshit. Yeah. But she gets super interested in him because of his strength and everything like that. And then he doesn't submit to her dominate mind, which I think cinched it in for her being like, I need this. Like, this is the fix that I need. I need it. So as soon as she gets on the ship, she starts slow playing him. She starts the slow coercion and like gaslighting and mind control to get him to do what she wants so she can take him. Mm -hmm. And it starts with her just talking about, you know, how much she respects him and all of this kind of stuff and how she'll listen to him while she's there. <sighs> Which in my mind, I was like, yeah, she's waiting. She's poised. Yep. She's getting ready to sink her teeth in. She's and like, uh, she's a mix between a xenomorph matriarch and a praying mantis. Yeah. yeah. And this is where she goes. She goes, you know, my victims die because the pleasure is just too good. And then it, it eases back. It eases back. And then, you know, if anybody could survive it, you've come back from death before. Oh, and then she eases back before saying it. Before mm-hmm. saying it, she eases it back. And then uh, Jaguar 550 showed that if you have Kasumi in your party, Kasumi straight up goes, you better be careful. Be careful. She's, she's gunning for you. You better be careful. She wants that from you. And then the next time you talk to her, it's that, you know, the pleasure is so great from this and you're different. I think that if it was you, like you have the Prothean cipher in your head. <clears throat> I want that in the joining. Uh, I didn't even, even think about that one. Yeah. You come, you came back from the dead. Like you were able to survive death and come back. <clears throat> I want to see what they did to you in order mm-hmm. for that to happen. Like everything that she learns about you through being your teammate is just another tick in the column of, I need it. I need this. I need it. I need it. And then you give in Shepard gives in. And my favorite quote from Morinth is embrace eternity right before she wrecks yep. Shepard's shit and murders him. Yep. And then you get a critical mission failure. Mission failure. You fucking died. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I like, was like, oh, you deserve it. Oh, you deserve it. <laughs> I, I couldn't find a playthrough that said what happened if you deny her. I'm I'm um, guessing that if you're going through the Morinth playthrough, you're going for the ending. You're mm-hmm. going for that ending because I don't understand why the fuck you would have her in your party. Otherwise. No. Yeah, I yeah, I don't I don't know either. But I just I just thought it was interesting that I didn't see one where. I wasn't they, able to find it. Yeah, I, I wasn't um, able to I either. Did a little bit of looking. So if you if you bring her onto your crew and then you don't fuck her, um, you get an email from her in Mass Effect Three, uh, and if you um, dig into Liara's terminal, um, you can access a series of emails that she sent to her sisters uh, at the Ardat Yakshi Monastery, mm-hmm. which you can then visit. Um, and in one of the computer terminals there, it's revealed that the emails to her sisters were caught in some filters, uh, and deleted before her sisters got those emails, which confirms that she's been trying to get in touch with her sisters. Uh, and then she can appear as a Banshee, which is an Ardat Yakshi that has been repurposed by the Reapers, um, after you destroy the Hades cannon. Yeah. What the hell? But that's pretty much it. Um, in combat, she behaves like any other banshee without any special properties. Yeah. So she gets taken it's by a, the papers, basically. Yeah. It's it's pretty fucked up, man. Yeah. Like, it just, this character is problematic, to say the least. Yeah. Wildly. Like, this was, I would say, 
a complete miss yeah. by the Mass Effect yeah. writers for Mass Effect 2. And honestly, like the only the only thing that I feel like this is worth in terms of the game is the fact that it kills the renegade shepherd mm-hmm. for yeah. being a dumbass dick and thinking yeah. he's dick. So like that's the or only- her hoo ha because you can do this oh, as femship as well. Oh, you can <laughs> do this as yeah. I was gonna say you can do this as femship. All the yeah. playthroughs I saw were male shep. Because I wonder women- why that is. I feel like mm. women uh, just aren't turned on by predatory behavior yeah. for some reason. No. Yeah, yeah, fucking imagine that. It's almost that. like uh, we've seen it for a long time and then decided oh, God. that maybe it's, I just, you know, it, If only yeah. Bioware would have had any Female sort of representation what in their BioWare? writing staff. This was 2010. This is not, I mean, equal yeah. rights were a thing back then. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah I made them pretty positive. Like, what, I was only, like, 28? Like, yeah, I, yeah um... Mm-hmm. It's fucked so, up, fucked up. What was your guys' favorite part of this romance? Ugh, God. <laughs> um, my favorite part is um when I killed her before keeping her mother on my crew. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, God. I I feel like my favorite part of this romance is Morinth killing Shepard because <laughs> yeah, it shows um, her you deserve to die. Yeah. God. Yeah. You deserve to die for I letting just, this psycho serial killer live and continue preying on people. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I don't think this character has any redeeming qualities whatsoever. And I no. don't like the romance. Zero percent. Quote unquote romance. I mean, it's more like a game of cat and mouse or cat and cat. I don't know. It's. <laughs> I legitimately have never kept her on my crew. Not no, even not one time. I didn't even ever. know it was an option to do it. I don't understand why Samara's loyalty mission allows you to switch out Samara for yes. a serial killer. I don't understand that whatsoever i think it was a big miss by the fucking writers because if you're going to introduce a morality system where you get to make choices and do that kind of shit at least make it gray yes don't make this is literally black black and white yeah Yeah. it's not it's not even a judgment call Mm -hmm. if you're a fucking psycho yourself you would choose to keep samara who's more based upon honor and what should and should not be done and already said that they would help you instead of her serial killer daughter who's literally like please like just let me kill my mother for some let's do some super quick math let's say that morinth killed one person a month through her whole life that that samara has been chasing her which we know is 400 years that is Mm -hmm. 4,800 people dead wow and that's, I mean, we don't yeah. really know how often she was killing, but I mean, that sounds pretty decent. Especially like in the beginning. A month you know? to court someone before you take them to your apartment. I think it's pretty fair to even it out for a month throughout the entire time because I think mm-hmm. at the time that you meet her, she's killing much more frequently. Yeah. yeah. Much but, more. But I mean, frequently. the um, the girl, oh God. Uh, well, the part girl of the draw she... for the hunt Neff? is Neff. Yeah. The part of the draw Samara has said is the hunt. Yeah. But. You don't think she was taking quick fixes? Oh, I'm sure she was. But that's so like, I feel like Neff was probably a good month, right? Like, she's Mm -hmm. not secure in herself. She's not going to be comfortable just like going to someone's apartment. Right. So like that feels like maybe a month of courtship based on those journal entries that we read. Right. The journal entries, they said how much time it was, but I think they said like cycles and orbits. So I'm not sure what that equates to out in real world time but yeah it could have been a lot faster than expected because of like the intense like whirlwind nature of it that's true well so let's round up and say at least 5k yeah if you take all of my expert knowledge from watching plenty of criminal minds and law and order svu um she's a serial killer yeah well she's starting (laughs) to get faster yeah she's starting to you get faster as you go on because you just the rush doesn't last as long because mm-hmm. she's a fucking addictive. serial killer there's nothing yeah. no there's there's yeah. no doubt about that she is a serial killer um 
And it's just fucked up, man. Like, this is, there is, there's no good reason for this character mm-hmm. at all. Like, I mean, you can hate the Asari Justicar or the Justicars as much as you want and want to get rid of Samara, but just don't fucking use her. Yeah. Like, I didn't use Jack. Like, whatever. Right. Like, don't fucking, I don't know. It's just so weird. I don't under this, I don't like, understand the point of Morin. You're not like, trading up by going to Morin right. if you don't like the Justicars, is my thing. Right. If yeah, you don't like the Justicars, why are you trading up to a serial killer? <laughs> like, yeah. they're right. like, introducing you to an Ardat Yakshi that's struggling to suppress their desires. Like, that's something where you can justify going, yeah, that's like your loyalty mission. You can help them through that, et cetera. Right. Et cetera. right. She's you know, just given into it. This She's is really like a straight up fucking serial killer. Yeah. Good. I'm fine with this. You fine with it? I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we, is it is it time for our fuck rating? Sure. All right. Yes. I have mine all set. Uh, insert fuck haiku here. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So I'm going to give Morin a point five out of five. Oh, is that your lowest one yet? I'm not sure, but the only reason I gave her a 0.5 at all is because this doesn't end with you surviving. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting ending, I guess. Like, that's the only reason. If you had survived and been like that one exception that would not get killed by the Ardat Yakshi, I would have been zero out of five. Actually, let me adjust that. Negative 20 out of five. Because (laughs) fuck the writers so hard for this entire playthrough. Okay. My rating for Morinth is um, a shot of Malort. Because uh, you take the shot because you want to prove something to the world. (laughs) Um, And if you actually like it, you're probably a sociopath. (laughs) (laughs) Or have some sort of no taste thing. You should probably go to the (laughs) Maybe you had, yep, yeah, something wrong with your taste buds. (laughs) (laughs) I, oh, God. Shot of Malort. Mm. I'm going to have to say on a scale from... The Reddit eye bleach to the Reddit not safe for life. <laughs> Which don't look that up. Just fucking trust me on that, okay? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Game over, man. Game over. Mm-hmm. Like, just no. It's mm-hmm. just Critical nope train to Nopeville. <laughs> uh, leaving from the Nopington station, going to Nope Town. Like, no. They're, nope. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Um, which one's worse? Morinth or Jack? Morinth. 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 Okay, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Because, no. like, I. <laughs> for, because with, and my defense mm-hmm. for this is Morinth made choices. Jack reacted to trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Not a fan of either curious. one of them. <laughs> yeah. Because, Still, like, you can react to trauma certain ways. But, yep. and I mean, it's not Morinth's fault that she has this genetic disorder. But she's just like, all in. Let's yeah. do this. Well, and also, like, just the writing. It just The miss on the I writing mean, was harder writing, with man. Morinth. They didn't I, put any thought into it. I, I really... really on yeah. this. See, like, even if they would, if they don't even need to have female writers. As long as they had, like, female consultants or LGBTQ disabled whatever consultants on their writing. God, I mean, I don't... There are so many people on this planet who would love to be consultants for that. Mm-hmm. And love to talk about those things and make sure... Oh God! I just this made its way through my, nine writers, I, nine I can, writers, I, and not a single one of them was like, "Y'all, this is um gross." Up? Oh. Uh, <gasps> nine, me- nine just, men, nine male writers. I just so. it it gets me to an angle, a, a level of upset that um, 
Sia casting a neurotypical girl as the autistic lead in her movie does. Yeah. It's like, no. No. Oh. Just representation, yo. It's not that friggin' hard. Mm -hmm. We'll consult. We'll do it. I'm very opinionated, Bioware, and I'm willing to lend those opinions to you during I have a red pen in my hand right now. I can also (laughs) I will redline your shit. So I wouldn't even tell people what you're planning. I have had between the three of us that I told you not to. Between the three of us, we'll get it. We we we'll find it all. Oh yeah, we will help. You know, I although although, like, let's preface this by also saying hire a few people of color as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. People of color. Get some people of color. Get some females. Get. Oh, my God. Just get fucking. anybody that has like a view of the world outside of whatever fucking view that is, because this was such like a shot miss that I was as I was watching it, I was like, seriously, in uh, I can't believe I'm fucking saying this, but I'm going to in their defense I'm gonna puke I know (laughs) I avoided the entire Morin thing like if she's not on your crew you avoid all of it yeah Mm. Yeah. but that's 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 not that doesn't make it better yeah because it's still still there yeah it's still there and and why why should you have to be subject to a fucking psychopath serial killer if you choose to do a renegade playthrough mm-hmm. like sometimes you just want to be a dick to people mm-hmm. which is i mean not fine like be nice to people but this is a game let's be real mm-hmm. i like to occasionally tell somebody to fuck off in a game because i would not do it in real life you know like it's a game it is fantasy it is a game it's escapism like <laughs> yeah totally escapism like i oh god i just this is just yeah. another level of that. Mm-hmm. Like in secondary point to the point Sarah just made, they do quote unquote punish Shepard for doing it by killing him. If you pursue the romance, but I feel like the end result of this should be death for Shepard. Regardless. I feel like she should kill you after you she don't. kills her mother. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, understand why she ends up going on the fucking ship at all. Well, and, and I, I actually thought that's what happened. I that's this, what I thought happens. I and I I could be wrong. So feel free to correct me. This is fine. But I think this is the only romance decision that can get you killed. I think you're right. And yeah, I'm willing to put that. money put money down maybe only a dollar, but I'm willing to put money down that the first reaction of many people who are playing a male Shep when they die after romancing Morinth and they get boned literally is, oh, fuck that bitch. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I'm sure. It, it breeds a toxic masculinity that yeah. does not belong in our video games. Mm-hmm. And I would say it encourages the toxic man- masculinity. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, I agree because they act like it's her fault. Yeah. They act like, and it is. She I'm not said it was okay. I'm saying like as a character, it is her decision. Like she is a serial killer, but Shepard, you made the choices to get there, bud, despite all of Samara's warnings. But right. also it's kind of not her fault. It's not a decision she's made. It's how she was born. If, if, if we believe that you is know. the problem of the character overall. But yeah. as she's a serial killer, <laughs> yeah. right. like it is a choice that she's making as a serial killer. But if, the way if you, if you're, you have, oh, like, and I, and yeah. I don't want to make it sound like we're victim blaming. That's but, the inherent problem with this because yeah. who's the victim? The person that was born yeah. with a genetic disorder or the person that led a serial killer onto their ship and then romanced them into murder? Right. Like, and like they she knew. Shepard knew that she was a silly, yeah. serial killer before she got on the ship. And she wasn't like, maybe I'll change. She was like, yeah, I'm a killer. And yep. this like, is even, here's like some 
referencing that could make it less bad, still bad, but less bad. Morinth isn't even just interested in making a full connection with somebody and being able to have a relationship. That's not something that's ever talked about. This isn't a desperate loneliness that she has that she wants to fill a void with this joining. She gets a rush from it and she understands that she gets a rush from it and that's what she's going for. Yeah, because she she knew. And because when she's asked if if she gets lonely, she's like, sure, yeah, it kind of sucks that I don't ever get to make a permanent connection with people because they die. Yeah. But that's she's it. not like, I wish I had somebody that I could make a permanent yeah. connection with. She's not 400 years ago. Yeah. 400 years ago, she knew that if she went down this path, she was going to wind up addicted to doing this. Yeah. And here we are 400 years later, and she is happily addicted to doing yeah. this. And this isn't something where she was hopeful going, oh, my gosh. I really hope Shepard can survive this. Oh my gosh. Like this is my only chance. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. She's not Mm -hmm. doing that. She's going, that would be a totally different story. You know, you might survive this. You might be the only person that can survive this. Don't you want, it feels so good. Actually, that would have injected a really interesting level of gray morality. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't because they're fucking, I don't even know where they were coming at this entire thing. I don't even understand. I don't understand the point of it. I still wouldn't have liked it if they had inserted that gray morality into it because then it's even more fucked up. Yeah. But then at least there's some gray. (laughs) Yeah. There's not. Also, isn't, oh God, why don't you talk to Morden and see if she can, uh, they can adjust her genetics? Like, because they hide who she is. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, true. True. Yeah. Morden just thinks she's Samara. But doctor patient convict. Confend, uh, con- convent, con- <laughs> confidentiality. Thank you. Confidentiality. You. Wow, that word was not coming out of my mouth today. Oh. But I mean, it, the fact still remains that Morden thinks it's Samara. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, man. And you're obviously not like flirting outside with other people because Morden mm-hmm. does comment on any other person mm-hmm. that you're in a relationship with. So, so not only is she lying about who she is, you're also having this behind the scene romance where Kasumi or Kasumi is the only person that notices, that notices what you're doing whatsoever. It's fucked up. Lord. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're into the <sighs> yeah, fuck rating and more yeah. ranting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we've guys talked a lot like about how much this what? whole thing sucked. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sticking um, with us. Yeah. So uh, check out our other properties. Um, we are all main cast members of the Theater of the Mind Players, an actual play RPG show. Uh, we'll be coming back in 2021. By the time y'all get this episode, it'll be like one week before our first episode of 2021 TMP comes out. Um, a week, maybe two weeks, something like that. It'll be close. Um <laughs> So check that out. Um, I also have another podcast called The Not-So-Bigfoot Thing, where I talk about backpacking. Sarah has a few things. Yeah, um, I am also a host on Plot Points Podcast, which talks about role-playing games as literature and takes them seriously because they are books. Um, Also, what the hell else do I do? Oh, yeah. Um, Encounter Party. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like sometimes I'm just like shit. What do I do? What am I yep. doing today? I don't know. It We're is a lot. Print. There is yeah. <laughs> I I have way too many podcasts. Um, or not enough. I don't know. Uh, I'm also part of Encounter Party. You can find us at EncounterParty.com. Currently, we are doing a uh, run through of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, which is pretty fun. Uh, Brian's definitely our GM is definitely running it on hard mode, which makes me want to cry occasionally. <laughs> uh, but our podcast that is basically heavily edited um, in a good way takes out all the table talk talking table talking Jesus words are hard today takes out all the table talking and it is a fifth edition Ravnica campaign of D&D so go ahead take a listen to that it's super fun yeah. Uh, awesome. Our next episode is going to be following Samara. So I've actually also never romanced Samara. I'm interested to see how that one goes. I always felt like she was too cool to romance. I was yeah. like, you're too cool. I don't man. think you actually get to boink her. I think huh. um, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Whoa, whoa. plot twist. I'm calling it now. She's an Arduk shock. Arduk shock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did so good during the first delivery, Sarah. Yeah. That it was yeah. like, 
Sarah used up all her words for today. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Happy wording. New Year. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah. Hope your New Year is going well, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Hope it's better um, than your 2020. Wear a mask. Yeah. Don't forget to review, subscribe, check out our other medias on Twitter and Facebook and all of that fun stuff. Um, Consent is sexy and mandatory. Yup. Black lives a- sure do matter. Yes, they <laughs> still matter. Mask. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And see you next oh, and time. Go get your vaccines when they're available. Yeah, yeah, do the vaccine. Because we love you all. So Yeah, we want you to all <laughs> keep being alive because... You know, hydrate, vanquish your enemies. That's my 2021 goals. Oh, I'm Tawny P. Thompson. Oh, yeah. I'm Jordan Fishburne. And I am Sarah Babe. This was Romancing the Game. Thank you. See you next time.